where they found the girls' bodies. When that building? Elliot, don't worry. Her son left them all sitting in a circle, propped up facing each other. All right. Game faces. Let's go say hi. Hello and welcome to another episode of That So Random, a random movie podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. My guest this episode, host of the Christine Horror podcast, which I enjoy. And you probably would too. Thank you. Christine Horror. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. Hello, everyone. Hello. And this we... is my first time with you. <laughs> yes, I, I wanted to get one more because I have sort of my stable of guests who are on a bunch of times, you know. But I thought it's only a couple more to episode 100. I have that figured out. I want to find one more cool person to add and get a new voice on here before we get there. And there you were. So I feel so honored. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm so honored. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the tons of people listening to this will. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do all right. It's not bad. Our movie this episode, Malevolent, from 2018, a Netflix original horror film. Netflix originals, I don't know, give and take. Well, <laughs> a little 50-50 on, on them, probably. <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah, uh, the the uh, Creative School of Scotland, I wrote it down somewhere, but they mostly paid for it. Yeah, it's probably, I'm, I'm sure then, it's uh, just something Netflix that, picked it up. Yeah, Netflix just bought after the fact. <laughs> it's not like, yeah. But written by a gentleman named Ben Katay, I think how is how you pronounce that, who wrote the 30 Days of Night sequels. He wrote The Forest, that oh. uh, the Japanese suicide forest movie with Natalie Dormer, mm -hmm. and also that Strangers that. sequel, Pray by Night, which was is not good, in my opinion. I think the first Strangers is a mm -hmm. stone-cold classic, and that second one is not. So, eh, on this yep. guy's pedigree. <laughs> and it's co-written by a woman named Ava... Oh, I'm going to fuck this up. Constant... It's not Constant... Con Constantinopolis, maybe? Who, it's based on her novel called Hush. Good thing they changed the name, because there's already a bunch of movies called Hush. Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly enough, has gone on more recently to be a writer on Doc McStuffins and Puppy Dog Pals for the Disney Channel. So, that's interesting. <laughs> I guess everyone gets their foot in the door I somewhere. Seen those. <laughs> it was that book and this. <laughs> Oh, all of my all of my kindergarten listeners are cheering right now. They know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they are. <laughs> and I think this movie overall, it's not it's not terrible. It's not bad. It's just kind of generic. I feel like the yeah I... the basic plot isn't terribly original. The idea of like hoaxers who stumble into the real thing. That's like the last exorcism is that kind of. Uh, what else? Um, Grave Encounters is that kind of, you know, there's a bunch of movies that kind of have this mm -hmm. premise. The gore isn't very gory. Yeah, I, I do. The scares aren't yeah. at all scary. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, actually, I do have to say one, there was one scene that was effective. And we can get to that when we talk about it. But yeah, be sure I know to mention we were that saying when we, we get don't there. really like ghost stories. I'm not big on ghost movies. I think they're all pretty much the same. And this is just, this one's kind of like that. And it only is benefited with uh, Florence being in it. Correct. As she does with everything, <laughs> this movie is elevated a great deal. 
by the presence of lead actress Florence Pugh, who is probably, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, I don't really think it is, probably the best actress of her age group, right? I would agree. And like, it's not even mm-hmm. really close. <laughs> um, no, I mean, come on. I mean, her performance in Midsummer is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, there's Midsummer. There's she's the best part of my favorite movie of probably also 2018, Little Women. Oh, I didn't see that version. She's at Black Widow in Black Widow, of course, and she yeah that she elevated a pretty mid uh, MCU movie into one I enjoyed a lot more than probably a lot of people did, but. <laughs> I think the only move I think the only movie she's done that I didn't care for was her very first movie. It's called The Fallen or The Falling. It's her and Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. And it's not it's not a Oh yeah, I remember you guys talked about yeah, it. Yeah, it's not a good movie in large part because Florence Pugh dies in like the first 15, 20 minutes and then the rest of the movie is <laughs> Pewless and that's why what are you even doing? Why would you do that? So but overall she's someone that I, I she is phenomenally talented she's not hard on the eyes not to get too thirsty on Maine but she's just got she has a very unique a very unique face a very unique voice and she does it for me on top of on top of being insanely (laughs) talented as well like she's just she's so good just she's no she's great she breathes like truth into everything she says somehow enough about that (laughs) before I get myself in some sort of trouble Uh, she plays Angela (laughs) who is sister to a fellow named Jackson, who's played by Ben Lloyd Hughes, who most people probably know from. He was all over those Divergent movies. And uh, Sandin, Sanditon? Sandington? Whatever. The sort of... It's not a spinoff of Downton Abbey, but it, I think it's made by the same people. So that's his kind of... Where people would know him from. He's also in Me Before You. He is in Me Before <laughs> You. Yes. And uh, The King's Daughter, which I... What is that? Like a mermaid movie? <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> is a mermaid movie that came out... <laughs> beginning of this year or the end of last year and no one gave a shit (laughs) i can tell you as someone who had it playing at his movie theater uh no one gave a shit as they probably shouldn't because i don't know just one of those movies that yeah came and went but also one of those movies they say like oh that's that you can't even make movies like that anymore because because star wars movies and marvel movies have shoved everything else out of the multiplex well the king's daughter came out okay (laughs) so they, they still exist it's just that no one cares like you got to bring it, and that movie did not bring. Yeah, it. and it's kind of yeah. That made me sad too. Like you know, at the end of last year, they put out Nightmare Alley against Spider Man. I'm like, are you joking me? <laughs> Nobody's gonna see this movie. <laughs> and Nightmare Alley was an amazing movie. Did you see it? I have not yet because it did not play at my theater. <laughs> not because of Spider Man, just because horror movies at my theater are pretty fifty fifty whether we'll get them or not, and it sucks. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. It's where it's a. Not, not a big town, so. so the movie takes place in Glasgow, Scott, Glasgow, Scotland. In the, does it say it's in the eighties? Does, does it say exactly when at the beginning? I don't remember. Nineteen eighty-six. Eighty-six. Yeah, that seems about right. Fashion-wise and technology-wise, though, it seems about right. Well, I thought it was very. I mean, I don't know because the style that was is eighties kind of. So they look like they were dressed now, and there wasn't much to really point out that it's the 80s except for like a couple tech stuff <laughs> like everything else looks like it could have taken place like now yeah and i don't know if that's sort of kind of 80s style coming back around recently or if it's just yeah i don't know i did see that complaint i was kind of browsing well, slightly through like letterbox reviews and stuff and that was kind of 
lot of people complaining like this doesn't look like the 80s i'm like it doesn't <laughs> i guess i didn't really i don't pay attention to fashion enough to notice but well also too like you know nobody had like big hair and everyone just had like normal looking hair and buns and you know like <laughs> speaking of hair this is didn't go all out i guess florence Pugh uh, wearing her uh, her natural brunette hair we're used to seeing her in recent years as a blonde in in most things but she's not she's a brunette so i assume this is I think she just natural. recently went back to being Burnett again. It could be. Who are there? Are there main characters here? There's Elliot, who's their cameraman, and Jackson's girlfriend, Beth, who is a nothing character. <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, kind of contributes absolutely nothing other than just the body count. I <laughs> she suppose. causes problems. <laughs> but Elliot, like Elliot, Elliot's the man. I'd have to say. <laughs> he's a good dude. He's sweet on our girl Angela, and not hiding it very well yeah. at all <laughs> elliot <laughs> and beth are british or scottish you know are from the uk by their accents what's strange is i don't know why they chose just within the story to have angela and jackson who are both british actors play americans abroad and doing an american accent like why not just let them speak in their normal british accent and just take out like, why have them be from America at all? And that part, that's a little, it seems like extra work to me. I don't know. I mean, I guess with the story, it's like they're from, technically from Scotland. And then their mom, I, I think, takes off to America. And that's why they're separated and they come back for a fresh start. <laughs> yeah, that could be. It just seems like you're adding an extra step in there that you didn't need to. And you're making these actors put on that, that flat American accent and they didn't need to. You could have just had everybody yeah. be British and call it a day. And their whole thing, this team, is uh, they're scam artists. They're like Ghost Adventures, but... Well, I was going to say Ghost Adventures, but fake. But let, let's be real here. <laughs> Not for nothing. Yeah, I'm, I know a lot of people like that show. It's an enjoyable show to watch. But that, that show's some bullshit, man. Oh, no, I know. It's a guilty pleasure. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watch it, too. Don't get me wrong. But Angela pretend, pretends to be a medium with sort of an auditory gift that she can hear spirits. Jackson's sort of the mm -hmm. spokesman and the money man. Yeah, Elliot's the cameraman who's filming everything, and Beth just kind of sits at headquarters, and I guess she does some of the trickery with as far as, like, the static on the walkie-talkies mm -hmm. and stuff. Her presence isn't really needed. But the movie starts with they are at <laughs> the house of a, a widower and his daughter, who this guy thinks that his uh, dearly departed wife still hanging around and he just wants her to like it doesn't seem like they're haunted in like a poltergeisty or scary sort of way just that he thinks that she can't leave or be at peace so it's angela's job to give him that peace of mind and they're going to get paid for it i think also too the dad's just more concerned about the daughter like she seems more afraid and so that's kind of why he wants the spirit to go away like the daughter's upset yeah it could be like it. it could be one of those things where kids are more observant and see things that the grown-ups don't so maybe you know there actually is a spirit there but yeah it raises the same questions that i think real life mediums do i i, I have gone on record on this show before and i'll do so again now and saying i think mediums are horseshit i think mediums are preying mm -hmm. upon the grieving and but on the other mm -hmm. hand are you even if you're full of shit and you're charging these people money are you giving them even if they believe stupid stuff have they gained legitimate peace of mind from it that they can go about their day and look in the mirror, you know? Is that worth it? 
Is that worth being lied to? Maybe. I don't know. I've never been in that situation. So I don't know what your thoughts on that. I, yeah. I mean, I guess like, I know you guys talked about the, well, I know you guys talked about the Warrens and I think generally they probably were doing it in a more genuine way, but I still don't believe they were completely honest. But yeah, some people just need a, a, a peace of mind. And I think like for some people it's, you know, I guess it's innocent enough, but if you don't charge, then you're trying to help. But if you're charging, then you're obviously scamming. That's my idea about it. Or especially if you're charging to the point that you are famous enough for doing this that you get your own television show. Someone like John Edwards or, <laughs> you know, fuck that guy, man. Oh. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Yeah. Like just, just en masse <laughs> lying to people, you know, and being famous for it. I don't care for that. But anyway... Sure, so sure, I agree with that. They're going around, they're doing this, and this isn't to say I don't believe in anything supernatural, because I do, a skeptic as I am in most things, as a believer in a science, a believer in science as I am on most things, I have seen some shit, and I have stories to tell, and so I can't <laughs> allow myself to be completely skeptic, because I've legitimately seen things, <laughs> you know, so I know, it is what it is, but some things I gotta look at and go, well, that's just bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> You're never gonna catch Bigfoot, so just, why are there eight TV shows about it? It's not going to happen. Stop it. <laughs> you guys are bullshit artists. Yeah, just watch what ID Discover. What is the channel that has all the ghosts on? Oh, Travel Channel, which really at uh, this point should just change its name to Boo. Travel. Because it's nothing but ghosts <laughs> and Bigfoot. And I don't know if I mentioned it on this show before, but if anybody has ever seen it's worth tracking down because it is legitimately the stupidest thing that has ever been on television. There's a show called, God, what is it? It's something Monsters Bigfoot Edition or something. And it's this, it's these five or six hillbillies who are the worst actors on the planet. And they are being asked to pretend. And this story has like plot lines and like it's so written and so acted. And yet it gets to be on TV and call itself a reality show. And it's infuriating on one hand. Uh. But it's also like... Just check it out sometime and watch it because you will not believe your eyes. You will not believe that this is a show that's on television. And on top of that, there are people, at least hundreds of people out there alive and walking around in society with us who think that shit is real. When it is yeah. the most obviously fake thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, I'll have to it's, find... it's laughable. I can't remember the exact one. name. But yeah, it's something Monsters Bigfoot Edition. And it's on Travel Channel, and they do marathons of it sometimes. And sometimes I'll just sit and just watch it because I can't believe my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm going off on lots of tangents here. Yes, they're at. This, I know we're gonna. Yeah. They're at this house, and they're pulling their scam. Beth does something back, sort of where all their equipment is set up, where she's doing something with the walkie-talkie that's creating static and is a signal to them. Well, A, it's creating static because that's like spooky, right? Something's messing with our equipment and causing static that wasn't there before. But it's yeah. also a signal to Elliot to turn on this tape recorder that he's not really hiding at all. <laughs> like, it's pretty obvious, but I guess no one's in the room <laughs> with them. That has, like, Beth has recorded voices specific to whatever situation they're in of this woman calling for her husband or her daughter or whatever th that the guy mm -hmm. can hear over the monitors and like, oh, shit, you know, oh, that's her, you know. When it's, it's not your wife's voice but there's something in you that wants it to be, you know. They're in the wife's uh, sewing room. Yes. When she's doing this. And because I guess that was special to her and she do all the sewing for people in town and things like that. Yeah, they ask all and the right questions. Like, and, you know, what, what room is most special to her? Special, you know, they do their sort of research or whatever to make it seem as real as they can. And Angela 
you know, does her whole spiel of like, oh, you know, it's fine for you to leave now. Oh, she's gone. Just like that. The spirit is gone. Yeah, um, like two seconds. <laughs> back at home base, Jackson's like, oh, she did it. The spirit's, the house is clean. The spirit's gone. Uh, you can pay Beth the money. I gotta go talk to my sister. Like, immediately. Just, you can make the check out to blah, blah, you know? <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty obvious what's going on if you're not a heartbroken widower. Right. Looking for some answers. But back in the sewing room, Angela sees there's these three mannequins, and one of them, like, turns and runs at her. It's kind of, it's one of the few sort of jump, I'm not a big jump scare <laughs> person, I think it's cheap, and it, but this, they, they don't go overboard with it, this is kind of one of the only ones. Well, it, the way it was done, I thought was really good, because that did kind of cough me off guard, but I don't know if it's because I was just making notes, but it's like, the mannequin first turns to her, and she's like, huh, and then it goes back to looking like a normal mannequin, but then it turns into the wife, and it chases after her. And then she falls down. And like that one got me. I was like, oh! <laughs> the other cool thing they do is right when the jump scare happens, the title comes up, Malevolent. So it like cuts away from it to show yeah. us the, the sort of the title card and then cuts back to it. She's sort of passed out or fallen and hit her head or something, but she has a nosebleed. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, she pulls Elliot aside. Well, Elliot comes to her and he's like, hey, are you okay? Like, he's like, passed out. You don't do that. Usually, <laughs> you know, are you all right? I'm, you know, he's a sweet boy. He's checking in on her. She's like, yeah, I'm fine. But that, like, that wasn't cool. You guys should have warned me that you were going to do that. Like, how did you, did you go in ahead of time and like set up a pulley system or what? And he, Elliot's like, I have no clue what you're talking about right now. Because no one else saw it. She's the only one who saw it. <laughs> so and she's like, okay, whatever. She doesn't really believe it either. They're out partying their success yeah, yeah. that night because they just made a chunk of change. And Beth has made up a flyer which Jackson's all for at first. Like, they're going to hang it up. They're going to get the word out. It's going to come back to bite him in the ass later, but <laughs> Angela's not into this flyer because it's... No. Uh, it tells the story of Angela. Angela got her medium gifts from their mother, who... And it takes... We can jump ahead a little bit. It takes a while to get the whole story, but basically Jackson and Angela's <laughs> mother went crazy and got locked up in an asylum mm -hmm. or something and tore her own eyes out because she couldn't deal with the things she was seeing or whatever so mm -hmm. which is a constant it's something jackson likes to throw in her face a lot which jackson's a fucking ass like let's get this out jackson's of the way first jackson's dick. a giant douchebag in every respect until the like totally. the last moments of his life but right so angela's pissed off break, dude yeah angela's pissed off about this flyer because she asked them not to like just will you stop telling that story first off it's not true secondly i don't like being constantly reminded about what happened to our mother. Can you not do that, please? And kind of storms off. They're also celebrating at the very low-budget club with, like, four people <laughs> there. Well, like, the dance scenes, it seems like there's a bunch sorry. of people there, but kind of when they're at the table, yeah, it seems a little more... Maybe it's later and they're closing the place down. Who knows? Yeah, it's weird because on the dance floor, yeah, it looks all, like, colorful and clubby, but then they go sit down and then it just looks like a bar. Like, <laughs> like two different places. Yeah, that's, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, back at whatever house they're staying at or whatever, someone has used the hotline or whatever the number on the flyer because a, a call comes in, Angela answers it, and it's this woman saying, like, oh, I need you guys. Like, the screaming won't stop. There's voices screaming in my house constantly. And you have, like, please come help us. And she's like, oh, no, we're, we're all booked up because she's kind of over this, man, you know, and turns this lady down, yeah. hangs up. She's not having it. Well, no, because she wants to... First off, Jackson's not listening to her and is using her, and she doesn't feel right about kind of what they're doing in the first place, and it's kind of just been going along with it. But also, we have a scene where she goes to see her... 
one of her professors or her counselor or whatever at, at college, at university, and she's failing whatever her class she needs for her major because she's too busy off doing this other shit with Jackson yeah. and the gang. And so it's she's kind of like... class. Yeah. She's going... She's a... Which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you know, someone who has that, you know, that yeah. situation with their mother when they were a child would want to look into that stuff and that makes a lot, you know, that makes sense. But... Yeah, she's like, I please just tell like what can I do to pass? Like I'm 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 gonna buckle down, I'm done screwing around and the professor's like, I don't I don't even know if I can help you, like you're pretty far gone, but give it a shot, I guess. So Angela comes back and tells Jackson, like, I'm done with this. Like I have a life to live. This isn't this isn't what I want anymore. Well you forgot when she was talking to her professor, you know, some weird stuff start happening and her nose bleeds again and you see like somebody come out of like a closet but out of focus and then that's when she's like oh what the hell and she's like and then the lady's like your nose is bleeding she's like what <laughs> and then she's like kind of freaked out and like leaves because she obviously saw some type of dead body come out of the closet you're right i did and that's when that. she leaves the office <laughs> and the reason that jackson is so dead set on continuing this despite angela not wanting to anymore is that he's in deep with some loan sharks apparently because he goes to meet some guys and tell them like hey look i'll have your money soon and they beat the shit out of them <laughs> with a club <laughs> yeah they don't mess like they don't they don't yeah, think they talk to him they, 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 just, they just walk up to him and just start wailing on him so message sent <laughs> basically don't fuck around with scottish she goes games to visit grandpa yeah she goes to visit their grandfather <laughs> and it's a whole which is the lord commander of the Night's Watch. <laughs> yes, it's uh, Jor, not Jor, Gior yeah, Mormont. He was also on Braveheart. James. His name is James Cosmo. He's been in tons, you, you'll recognize him. He's in tons of shit. Braveheart and High, First Highlander and yeah, Game of Thrones. Of course, mm-hmm. every British actor is on Game of Thrones. Wow. <laughs> so, like everyone but Benedict Cumberbatch is like the only one. And, but of course, he also mentions that the brother owes him money. So he owes money all over town, basically. Yeah, at some point he borrowed money from Grandpa, and Grandpa has not forgotten. They also have a conversation about their mother and what happened with her. And but yeah, so Jackson, we don't and, know. Uh, guess, yeah, we don't know what happened with their. We don't know what happened with their dad. I guess I don't think we were here. But so Jackson and Grandpa are the only family she has left. Mm-hmm. And Grandpa's kind of this ornery. I mean, he clearly loves her, but you know, it's also you know, he's just this ornery old man. He's not fun to hang out with or anything. So. Yeah, and he's not very happy about the whole, like, psychic stuff, like his mom and stuff, and he was very disappointed in her, and I think the, the grandmother had the same powers, too, but, like, left him or or died, I'm not really sure. They don't, it seems like they kind of gloss over that. Yeah. But I think they both had the powers. I think they're trying to keep it on the down low until it's kind of a reveal later that it's a very hereditary, passed on, this gift, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, spoiler, it's going to turn out Jackson has it, too. Out of nowhere. <laughs> well, hers is kind of out of nowhere, too. Because she's been faking this whole time, and then all of a sudden, her powers are real. And there's no real explanation for what the trigger for that was. But just go with it. I don't know. Yeah. She just has it. <laughs> Back at the house, Angela does some research. I guess probably not at the house, at the library. Because they don't have the internet. In a modern move, modern, set in modern times, she would just be on <laughs> Google. But... Uh, there was no such thing then, so she must be at the library looking at, like, the old... What do they call them? I can't remember what those machines are called, but yeah, it's it, it goes through archives, like, newspaper archives. Yeah, but they did. They just don't, they don't have those anymore, I don't, as far as I know, they just don't exist. 
because everything's digitized now, but she reads up on this, the lady that she got a call from, runs this foster home, and she finds an article about how the lady who run the foster home, Mrs. Green, her son, her sort of adult, well, he's probably a teenager at the time, but 15 years ago, killed three of the girls at this foster home, like ritualistically, like put them in a circle and like sewed their mouths shut and shit, and it was a whole thing. And between between that <laughs> and, well, I guess she's not convinced yet. Jackson, that lady calls back, and this time Jackson, because the first time she called, Jackson didn't hear it because he he has a weird thing he does where he he's listening to like like self-affirmation tapes, and then also taking I don't know is he taking speed? Is it? I assumed it was speed. He's got a little cloth with some pills of some sort in it that he pops periodically. <laughs> yeah, he's listening to like self-help tapes. And yeah, I'm not sure what he's taking though, but obviously some, he's spending money on something and I'm assuming it would be drugs or these weird get rich quick schemes that he's doing. But so yeah, he gets the, they get the call. He gets the call from the lady and then he's, he's all beat up and she's like, what the hell happened to your face? <laughs> and he's like, we have to do this or I'm going to get killed basically. Yeah. He has accepted the job from pretty the much old against lady it. that she turned down and he's like, Hey, this the, this lady told me that you told her we were too busy. What are you like? What are you doing? And this is when they have the conversation about I don't want to do this anymore, but I need you to do this because look at my face. <laughs> and I know. And they also get in an argument about like, you know, you're gonna turn out just like mom. And why do you idolize her mm-hmm. when she tore her own eyes out in asylum? Like she's not, she shouldn't be a role model to you and all this stuff. So yeah, basically like being a dick. <laughs> Very much, but for, <laughs> she's turned around. I'm not sure why, but she has a dream that night where she, mm-hmm. in her dream, she sees her mother, like her mother's back is to her and she comes, mom, and mom turns around, their eyes are missing, and she's like, I can't find your brother. And then she mm-hmm. wakes up, and that apparently is enough to convince her. She goes to Jackson, and she's like, all right, look, I'll do it. Not even like a, okay, one more, we're doing just one more. It's kind of like, all right, I'm back. <laughs> well, they weren't cl- cl- cliche in that way, I guess. <laughs> just one more. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I feel like that would drive me further away from wanting to do this. But maybe it's maybe it's a combination of like, okay, do I have this weird gift now? Because I am seeing things, weird things, and getting nosebleeds. And also maybe her mother saying like, I can't find your brother. She's, you know, she's worried about. Obviously, she's worried about her brother getting killed by <laughs> hoodlums in Scotland. So, combination <laughs> of things. So she decides to go along with it again. So they go to. Out in the out in the country, this—it's not really—it's not a mansion. It's not that big, but it's like you know, like an estate house. You know, that used to be this foster yeah. home. They meet. It's got like a couple buildings. Yeah, they get out of the car and they sort of point toward this building off to the side. And he's like, "Oh, that's where it happened. That's where they found the girls, like in a circle, forced to look at each other as he did stuff to them." And they meet Mrs. Green, who lives there by herself, except there is this groundskeeper who like opens the gate and lets them in and appears randomly <laughs> sometimes he just appears on a hallway one time that's almost like a jump scare <laughs> to where you wonder if he is he a ghost but he like he opened the gate and let them in so he's not a ghost no and miss jackson or miss jackson if you're nasty miss green <laughs> was... <laughs> seems like a nice old lady she makes them cookies and insists the girls eat them first you know but she's haunted by this thing that happened and her son that her son did like she says mm-hmm. you know she did her best as a mom and i don't know what happened but my son turned into this they called him a monster he was just my son and i loved all these girls and she shows them pictures of uh, the three girls in particular herman's in the picture as well it's tammy so and so and so and so are the three little girls but 
<laughs> I don't remember. I don't, Tammy's the only one I wrote down because that's the one they say a lot. But and Jackson tries to get the money up front from her. He's like, okay, you know, we'll get started on this, but can we just like let's just get this like, get the, you know, the unpleasant business out of the way and like you know pay pay Beth what we talked about. And unfortunately, she has one of Beth's flyers, which on the flyer Beth has put you know 100% <laughs> satisfaction guaranteed, no payment until we the job's complete and you're satisfied. He's like, oh, it says that, huh? Shit. <laughs> so he's rethinking this uh, flyer idea now. Yep. I know. I was like, yeah, Jackson's being a dick. <laughs> just, I was like, why, do, why would you do that? It's just so obvious. Like, they haven't even looked around the house yet. <laughs> yeah, you can't hit her up for the money immediately. <laughs> you know? But and he tries to talk her down to like, okay, well, like half now and half when we're done. And she's like, that's not what the flyer says. He's like, oh, fuck all right, <laughs> let's do this then. So Elliot and Angela are walking around the house. Angela starts hearing humming and gets another nosebleed. And sort of way at the end of the hallway, and she sees a little girl run past. And at the end of the hallway, there's a girl with her lips sewn shut. It's a little ghost girl that Elliot doesn't doesn't see, doesn't hear anything out of the ordinary. So then she goes into the bathroom, which that's a pretty cool bathroom, I'd have to say. <laughs> yeah, it almost looks like sort of like an outhouse kind of thing but i guess it's just an old timey sort of it's like a school it looks like like a school bathroom yeah but like there's these like sinks like in the very middle of the room she goes to like wash up and something startles her in the bathroom yeah there's a lot of that then elliot comes up like a creeper into the bathroom (laughs) it scares her yeah there's a a lot of her seeing things out of the corner of her eye and hearing things and they start checking like every or all the toilet stalls, remember? And then, like, that scene could have been effective when she's, like, she throws Elliot into the stall because she sees, like, something run by her. But then, you know, nothing's there. And then she slowly goes back into the stall, but she's not looking to the right. But there's, like, a ghost right there. But you don't see the ghost. Like, you just see the back of the ghost face, and she won't look at the ghost. And I was like, that could have been done really, really well. But it just kind of, because she, like, looks over and then all of a sudden faints. And then it's like, that's it. <laughs> but at first it was really cool because her acting was done really well. well. Yeah, I mean, she sells anything you ask her to sell. But yeah, up until the end, the kind of the way we see ghosts in this movie is sort of her looking off camera <laughs> at something. And then we'll see just sort of like yeah. something's shoulder or the side of their hair as she's sort of looking at it. And But it's more focused on her face and her mm-hmm. reaction than same with Jackson later. But so they get going on their fake, whatever. Their Angela and Elliot have gone upstairs. Yeah, Beth and Jackson are in the living room or the parlor or whatever with Mrs. Green, and he's doing his whole spiel about like, oh, it's a, she has an auditory gift and she's gonna do this and that and that. And Miss Green, she's no dummy. She knows what's up, and she straight up tells him to his face like, stop the showmanship. Either do this or don't. But I don't need all of this fall to roll. Like, you're not... Right. She's like, does this work on all of your customers? Because it's not working on me. Just do what you're going to do and <laughs> just stop. And she's like... Because she... Cut the crap. <laughs> is pretty... I mean, is pretty sure they're full of shit. But not 100%. Right. And she does want this screaming to stop. So... And Jackson explains that Angie will connect with each of the girls and ask them to leave. And then, yeah, she walks into the room and that's when she hears the creepy song. Yeah, she hears this creepy song, almost what like a phonograph playing from down the hallway which Elliot does not hear, and she follows it down, sees a ghost kid again, and then Elliot falls through, there's like a weak 
spot in the floor, and Elliot falls through and, like, destroys his ankle. Yes. <laughs> but what's and then fun? he tries to get up and then gets smacked to the face <laughs> yeah, because by the, the camera. <laughs> the camera is on, like, a long cord, and it fell down the hole with him, and it's sort of swinging above uh-huh. him. And that legitimately made me laugh because he sits up he's like oh god my ankle and then the camera comes and smashes him in the face and hits him again so that was pretty funny and then the cameras <laughs> they're in the east wing which mrs green told them not to go to specifically also <laughs> so now they're in the west wing where they're not supposed to be and uh so we'll... i just want to get that out <laughs> yeah well we'll come to find out she has reasons to not want them to be there, what is exactly. kind of the twist of the movie, and I, that I think is kind of the cool thing, the kind of the only cool thing about this movie, but right. we'll, get to, we'll get to that. Yeah, so he's down there, he's hurt, Angela calls Jackson to get, like, get up here now and help us, and Jackson, desperate asshole that he is, is like, cool, 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 we'll get you out of there, we need to finish this job, though. <laughs> like, we gotta get this money. And Angela's like, yeah. no, fuck you, dude, that's Elliot down there, it's not some nobody, that's our friend. And he's like, oh my god, fine. Like, call Miss Green, see if she has a ladder and a rope so we can go down and... Mm-hmm. And they do, they go down there, and while they're down there... And this could have been a much cooler... I was expecting a much cooler thing because the camera is hanging. Because we've been getting bits and pieces of, not like found footage, but, you know, the view from the camera that Elliot's carrying. And the camera's hanging there and slowly turning exactly. around the room. And it would have been a cool opportunity... To have the camera pan over and we see something and then it pans back to them and when it pans back it's gone or something. But it doesn't, they don't do that at all. They make such a deal about how the camera's turning and then they didn't do anything with it. So it was like, that's a lost opportunity. That could have been a good scare there. But anyway. But what they do find down there (laughs) is um, they see help kind of scratching the wall partially covered by wallpaper. And they start Mm -hmm. tearing the wallpaper off and there's all kinds of like little kids writing scratched into the walls of help and I don't remember what else but like frowny faces and shit you don't want to find yeah. in a haunted house especially <laughs> but then also like that it's been covered up is also even creepier in the part of the house that Ms. Green right. asked you not There's to go to so in what is clearly like an abandoned room that he has fallen into so they help him get up they keep telling him like leave the camera behind it doesn't matter right now because they don't really they can do this without the camera the camera is for the customer's benefit to as part of the show to see on the monitors what they're doing in the other parts of the house but it's not like they're making but he considers himself like a filmmaker this is he's gonna put this on his resume someday somehow as if he's a documentarian you documented a scam like i don't know if that's gonna help you but (laughs) but he's like no this is my responsibility i got it so he's limping up this ladder while lugging this camera with him yeah elliot's a good dude (laughs) he's a good dude yeah, because they have like a little talk when Jackson goes up to talk to Miss Green saying, you know, because basically he doesn't want to take Elliot to the hospital like an ass. And it, they're like, no. <laughs> and then like, so he's going to go. He's like, fine, we'll take him to the hospital. And then Jackson goes up to talk to Miss Green. Yeah, Jackson does specifically doesn't want to call an ambulance because he doesn't want. I guess he thinks that if paramedics show up, they're going to see the setup they have and go, what's all this bullshit? <laughs> like, you know, that they'll see through what Miss Green isn't but kind of already has so i don't know what he's worried about but he's just got to get this done and satisfy Ms. green so that they can get their money that's all he cares about mm-hmm. at this point angela confesses to jackson like no something is going on like i've been having these nosebleed nosebleeds i've been seeing things for real and this isn't funny or cool anymore and we need to go and he does not believe her he thinks either she's mm-hmm. making it up to get him to leave 
or she's turning into mom. Either way, he's like, no, whatever, you're full of shit. And then Mrs. Green is tired of all of it because he comes, yeah, he comes, Jackson comes to Miss Green and he's like, hey, there's been a bit of a setback, but we're, this is still going to happen, don't worry. And she's like, you know what? I just want you guys gone. I don't think you're accomplishing anything. Now one of your friends is hurt. Just mm -hmm. go. And Jackson's trying to argue with her. I'd be like, no, 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 look, we can do this. We can, do, you know. And then she says something mm -hmm. that makes him change his mind <laughs> and gets him moving. <laughs> she says, like, I don't remember the exact line, but it's something. Basically, she blames the foster girls that were murdered for their own murder. <laughs> you know? Yes. She's like, I, she's, you know, those girls would never be quiet. I told them to be quiet. And so, like, it's understandable what Herman did to them. Like, Herman was my boy. He's not yes. even a monster, like they said. And those girls had it coming because they wouldn't shut up. And Jackson's like, oh, okay, we're going to go now. Bye. <laughs> yeah, she says, he's a sweet boy. And yeah. Whenever a mom says that about a murderer, you need to get the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. And Jackson's like, okay, this is this is not okay. We need to go. You're right. And so he goes to Angela and Ellie. And he's like, oh, you get him to the car. I'm going to grab Beth and all of her equipment. And we're getting the fuck out of here. You're right. Doesn't tell them what she said. Should have. It would have been a good warning. But but now he can't find Beth. He keeps calling her on the radio. She's not where she's supposed to be. He's calling her, calling her. He can't. There's no response. So he goes back to where their equipment is set up, and the equipment is all smashed, and there's like a bloody handprint on it. So Beth is like missing, and something has happened to Beth. And then yeah, so he goes back down, I guess, to the east. He goes back down to the east, but he sees a creepy girl, too. That's when he yes. first finds out. Here's where he can see things. He suddenly, for whatever reason, has powers, has the <laughs> same powers, too, now. Because, yeah, he's looking at that equipment. He's like, oh, shit, something happened to Beth. And he turns. it's actually shot really cool because he turns around. We don't see what he's looking at. But we see him doing the thousand yard <clears throat> stare of like, oh, fuck, something's here. And when we cut to the wide shot, it's not like... This girl's like four feet away from him. She is nose to his chat. Like she is <laughs> inches away from him. Much yeah, shorter than him. Uh, yeah. But she's right up in his grill, sort of. Which was pretty cool. Not doing anything scary, just standing there. But I mean, it is a little girl with her mouth sewn shut who's not supposed to be there. So that's inherently scary. But she's not like <laughs> boogie boogie or chasing him or anything. But so now he's doubling down and like, oh, oh, okay. And he's got a nosebleed now too. So he believes Angela. It's time to fucking go. We got to find Beth. Angela gets mm -hmm. Elliot out to the car, and then Jackson does. Oh, Jackson does find he finds Beth, who is tied up with her lips sewn mm -hmm. shut. Ghosts don't do that. <laughs> That's not a ghost thing, <laughs> as far as we know. So he's like, he picks her up. He's carrying her out to the car. They get, and of course Angela's freaking out. Oh my god, what happened to her now? What is going on? Who did that to her? He's like, <laughs> just shut up. We're leaving. Takes off down the road. Just, just shut up. Just get in the car. Let's go. Yeah, let's. We can talk about this later. <laughs> and sees <laughs> but then he's freaking out <laughs> yeah he's driving real real fast on this sort of long dirt road through the trees back to or you know whatever off of this property and sees a little ghost girl in the road and like freaks out and stomps on it and he's, he's like it's a ghost girl he's gonna run her down i don't know what he thought he was gonna do but it turns <laughs> out it's not a little little ghost girl it's the groundskeeper and he takes out this groundskeeper and hits him with a car and presumably kills him and that makes them go yep. off the road and then they smash into a log beth is ejected through the windshield yep. and has a it's kind of the only real other than the lips stone shut thing it's kind of really the only gore in the movie she has a huge like basically her forehead is cracked open in a giant mm -hmm. bloody cut so beth is dead kind of 
killed by yep. Jackson, really. I mean, realistically, his, <laughs> you know, his bad driving and behavior and whatnot. In the car, Elliot's knocked out. Angela's knocked out. And then from behind Jackson comes a guy with a shovel who knocks mm-hmm. Jackson out with this, <laughs> bangs him in the head with his shovel. And ghosts don't do that either. So what is going on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> goes over to the car, drags Elliot out of the car, starts beating him with the shovel. We don't know if he's dead or alive. Yeah, yeah. Leaves Angela alone, which I feel is weird because this is, let's just get right to it. This is Herman, the grown up. This is Mrs. Green's murderer son, who I guess she's been hiding mm-hmm. at her house. Or who knows, maybe Herman. he maybe he got locked up and then got released or whatever. But very much not a ghost, very much a person. And of course, this is the kind of actor you would cast for a weird, creepy guy that murders little girls. <laughs> I just like saw his like face and I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah, he's got a scary face and it doesn't really matter if he's a good actor or not because he never he never really talks. Like, does he say anything he at all? Anything. Yeah. Or if he does, it's just maybe a I line or so, two. No. But I, I find it odd that considering, at least when he was a teenager, his predilection was killing little girls, that he leaves Angela and takes the boys back to the house. Unless well, that's like mommy's maybe... orders, like take out the biggest threat first, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And also, maybe it's not even that he has a, that his target of choice is little girls. That's just all that were available to him at the time because he lived in this foster home with all these, this foster home for girls. So maybe he's not that picky. Maybe. Really. But, (laughs) so Angela wakes up, finds Beth's dead body, finds Elliot, not dead, but he has been beaten with this. Elliot gets it. Man, Elliot gets it in this movie. (laughs) He gets it. He gets it. Kind of worse than anybody, really. Just constantly. That's why I said he's the man. (laughs) <laughs> he's already got a shattered ankle now. He's been beaten with a shovel. But she's talking to him. She's like, where's my brother? That's where's right, yeah. my brother? And he's like, he took him. She's like, who? Him. He. Whoever that is. Mm-hmm. So she, Angela walks. She's got like a head, like not like an, an abrasion, a bat, you know. Her head's oh, not gosh, cracked open yeah. or anything. But she hit her head in the crash. She's a little bloodied. But she walks back to the house looking for Jackson. And we see that Jackson is, uh, it's the basement, I think, but. Tied up in a chair. Yeah, Miss Green is talking to him, and uh, Herman's behind pacing, I guess, or watching what he's she's doing. Yeah, Miss Green has and... real mommy issues. Because <laughs> she's talking about how, like, I tried to raise those girls right, but they wouldn't be quiet. They need, you know, they didn't, they wouldn't learn any manners. That's why Herman had to do what he did. My mom taught me, like, she taught me with the belt. She taught me with cigarette butts. Mm. She something about she would burn, burn my privates. No, no part. Yeah. It's like, wow. This took a real turn, man. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's to the movie's detriment that this ghost story kind of becomes, the last 20 minutes kind of just becomes torture porn, which it yeah. wasn't for the rest of it. So, I, and I'm never, that's never really my thing. So, I don't know. But it's not too crazy or excessive, but she does. I'm all about it. <laughs> she does cut Jackson's tongue out. But it's kind of done off camera, really. The Again, it's not, it's not very yeah. gory. Yeah, because you see her, she's about to cut, and then the, but the scene cuts. <laughs> yeah, cuts back to Angela yeah, walking when or whatever. Like, well, and they saw Jackson's she's mouth shut. She's taking her time and like, following some ghosts. Yeah, the ghosts kind of lead her back Sorry. to where she needs yeah, to go. Kind of, because she doesn't really quite get there, and then she's kind of miranding around, and I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, go! <laughs> Because Jackson just keeps getting, like, messed up, like, during this whole time. Yeah, they cut his tongue out, they sew his mouth shut, and then I thought, because she says something about it's quiet time, I thought what they were doing was 
because she gets like a bar and a hammer and we don't really see but it looks it looked to me like she was like taking out his eardrum to make him deaf as well as yeah i was trying to mute. figure out but when we see his wound it's sort of it's more down on his like his jawline like she was breaking his jaw but you didn't need to do that if you've already cut out his tongue and sewn his mouth shut so i don't i don't know exactly. what that was about i would have expected a wound like his ears to be bleeding because she took out his hearing but i don't know but angela's looking for him is captured by herman immediately like <laughs> she does not get far yeah and he takes her like he just puts her he does like a one-handed sleeper hold like he just grabs her and just, and i'm out she's out <laughs> it's not even like a from behind like chokehold he just like grabs her with one hand and he must have a real strong hand and just, she's out passed out wakes up she's tied up in the chair next to jackson and they're sewing they're starting to sew her mouth shut and they get just the corner of one side done. It's like they cut some of her face and then sewed it up and then starts to sew the mouth. I, I don't know. That's what it looked like to me. But I was like, why did they do that? Well, they didn't cut her tongue out the way <laughs> they did all the Jackson's. girls look that way. I don't know. But no. Ms. Mrs. Green tells Herman, like, okay, take take him away and go get the other one. And this is, I mean, Pew's performance in the whole movie is, is good. But this is where she really shines because she's, like, begging. She's sobbing and begging. She's a good crier. Like, in any movie, she's a good crier. But... Because she's like, he's all I have. And I'm like, I guess she forgot about her grandpa. <laughs> yeah, she's sobbing and crying. And it's just, it's totally, like, realistic and believable. And she's, yeah, she's sobbing. And she's like, he leave him alone. He's all I have left. And they grab him. And she's like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> she yells at her. <laughs> yeah. Which is also, like, her transition from, like, sobbing sad to, like, screaming angry is, like, instantaneous. And it's so natural and good. And I love her so much. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, so Jackson's taken away. We don't really see him again. <laughs> kind of, but... Yeah, because you don't know what happens to him because Herman's going to go uh, and then find Elliot as well. But Elliot, because he's so badass, he finds, like, the, the groundskeeper's cane and starts hopping back to the house to try to help out Angie. Finds and makes his way downstairs where Herman, yeah. Herman has taken Jackson away, has disposed <laughs> of Jackson somewhere, and... Then did not go look for Elliot. He is, in fact, just standing there watching his mom go to work on Angela, trying to, you know, starting to sew her mouth shut. And here's, mm -hmm. Elliot is great. Elliot is cool. He fails hardcore here <laughs> because he is, <laughs> he's behind Herman. He's got this cane in his hand. He has the perfect opportunity mm -hmm. to whack Herman from behind. They don't know he's there. Sneak attack. And instead, he's like, hey, get away, and yells at them, like, get away from her, and, like, announces his presence. No, yeah. man, you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. You should have hit him from behind. I'm glad he didn't, though, because it winds up, one of my favorite things, you don't get it too often, but every once in a blue moon, in a horror movie, or in an action movie, you'll get the knife up through the chin. Oh, yep, yep. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> and that's what happens to her. He, he grabs Elliot, and he's slamming him against the wall. Elliot has gotten a knife from somewhere and stabs it up through Herman's chin, and when he opens his mouth, we can see the blade up through his, like, through his yeah. I love that. I love that shit. There's another movie that has a really good <laughs> version of that. I can't remember which one it is, but... But uh, the really good stab in the throat, I would have to say, is Hot Fuzz. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. But there's... Yeah, I can't remember what movie... I, I don't know if it's a John Wick movie or a, maybe an action movie and not so much a horror movie, but there's some movie where our hero stabs somebody up through the bottom and when he turns around we can and he's like screaming we can see the blade like inside his mouth <laughs> oh, i mean horrific but cool but so herman is dead miss green starts freaking out and she starts hitting 
Elliot, again, Elliot's just getting at the worst, man. Because <laughs> she's wailing on him with, like, yeah. the surgical saw. Not, like, holding him down and, like, cutting him. Just, like, yeah, hitting I... him with it as if it's a stick. But it's cutting him. <laughs> Not enough to kill him. Like, I thought he was, she was chopping off limbs. No, she's just, like, like, hitting him with it. <laughs> I was like, what? But she, but yeah, but she's going hog wild on him, and he's clearly, I mean, yeah. he's in a bad way. She's cutting his front, he rolls over, she's cutting his back, and then she grabs him by the hair, and she's gonna cut his throat. The, Angela's trying to get her hands out of the thing, but, you know, she tied to a chair, and it's, she's working on it, but it's taking time. And then the three ghost girls are in the basement, Angela can see them, and she asks them for help. And so right. they start screaming, the three of them at the same time, and it's like a deafening... I don't know if they can all hear it or just Miss Green, but Miss Green has to like stop when she's stop attacking Elliot and hold her ears because it's a piercing, you know, uh -huh. this is this is what she's been hearing. So the, the kind of cool twist of the movie is, is that the ghosts aren't the problem at all. The ghosts aren't scary. The ghosts right. aren't the issue. It's that Miss Green and her son are the monsters and that the ghosts are trying to warn all the spooky stuff the ghosts were doing to Angela yeah, and Jackson was... Yeah, trying to warn them of, like, we're not the problem, they're the problem, <laughs> you know? That's kind of cool. They didn't <laughs> quite do a much, enough with it, maybe, but... But so Miss Green is clutching her head because it's, you know, these horrible screams, and Angela gets free and stabs her through, yeah, yeah, in one side and out the other of her throat from the side with... It's not an ice pick, it mm -hmm. almost looks like an awl. That was cool. A-W-L, awl, like some I kind of... I thought it was like a screwdriver. Yeah, or like a big, yeah, like a big, but a big, it's like an ice pick, but thick. Like, it's big. And <laughs> she puts it through oh, her neck, yeah, and we yeah. see it come out the other side. And that's the only <laughs> other kind of real gore we see. So Miss Green is dead, and the ghosts, I guess, are at peace now, because they kind of just poof, you know? we don't. They're just kind of just gone, and we don't see them anymore. Yeah. Angela tells Elliot, I'm going to go get some help. She's walking, she's going to walk, I guess, off the property to the road and find, you know, some help. <laughs> but she's walking down the road and she sees Jackson walking on the road and she's like Jackson what are you doing and Jackson turns mm -hmm. around and his lips aren't sewn shut he doesn't have the like he looks fine he doesn't have any wounds and he's like have you seen Beth I can't find Beth anywhere and it's pretty that's a pretty cool little moment that I wasn't expecting because now she is seeing his ghost right. and his ghost is just I guess right. trapped now on this property forever looking for Beth and she starts you know she starts crying because <laughs> she realizes immediately like oh shit like he, wherever like his body is at on, he's yeah. dead so and then we yeah and she some, gets uh, people in a car yeah she gets to the road and kind of collapses and a car drives by and sees her and like jump out they stop so far like back the car <laughs> up so that you're right next to her instead of parking they park like 50 <laughs> feet away and run back to her no man just back the car up <laughs> why are you <laughs> anyway you're making it more work. Let's go. For everyone. Because now she could have to walk her back to your car. You could have brought the car to the, to her, but whatever. And we cut to however many days later or whatever. She's in the hospital. Elliot's in the hospital. She kind of visits with him a little bit. And she takes a phone call from Grandpa. Yeah. Who's like, and, and this is the last moment of the film, the last line. But Grandpa's like, you know, I'm worried about, uh. like, it sucks what happened to Jackson. But it was kind of bound to happen, that guy, you know. But I don't. I don't want you to be, I feel, it's not good that you're there all alone. And we see just sort of a shadow. There's no one else in the hallway with her. She's sort of sitting on the floor holding the phone, the payphone. And we see sort of a shadow pass across her. And she looks up and she says, I'm not alone. And then that's it. Roll credits. Right. Which is a pretty cool, yeah, she's never alone. She's surrounded <laughs> by ghosts at all times. I don't know if it's specifically Jackson's ghost. And it's a, that, and so that's a comforting. It's implied that that's who it is. I mean, I would 
unless she literally just means just any any ghost will do and she's not alone but i think that's it i haven't even i remember it so well i haven't even been yeah, looking at it. my notes for the last while there was a moment where miss green when herman is killed she says the same thing that angela said she's screaming and like when she's attacking elliot mrs green is saying he's all i had left just like angela did which was a nice kind of piece of even though they're only kind right. of seconds apart kind of a nice bit of symmetry I, I guess but and the ratings are all pretty average like 50 55 so it's a pretty average movie not not terrible i'd have to say but not the best you know not original but not bad no but we see those little moments of a spark where you're like well that's something that could have been extrapolated into if there were more moments mm-hmm. like that throughout the movie as a whole it would be a better movie like her seeing jackson's ghost is pretty cool some of the there's little moments here and there that you're like okay i like that i wish more of the movie was right you know it's a it's an easy 90 it's a tight 90 minutes it's not i mean it's never really slow or boring it's an easy watch and yeah i, I, I watch florence pew read the phone book and be entertained by it so oh yeah we've know. all seen worse <laughs> so <laughs> a pretty yeah av- average horror movie that I think is 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 worth a watch, which is more than I can say for a lot of movies I get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know I need to get into that kind of stuff online. Speaking of, it is time to press the magic button to see what next week's movie, chosen completely at random from everything streaming, will be. I've already announced uh, on the last episode that uh, two episodes from now, episode one hundred, uh, I'm treating myself and selecting my own movie for the first time ever. It's going to be a full-length commentary of The Crow. So I probably have one more. <laughs> my favorite movie. <laughs> I have one more. It's an awesome movie. Probably shitfest to get through, to get to that. So here we go. Let's find out what episode <laughs> 99, next week's episode, will be. Pressing the magic button now. Oh, no. Not a piece of shit. Um, wow. Okay. I thought... See, I, I waited till episode 100 <laughs> to do The Crow because it's my favorite movie, and I thought, there's no chance I'll ever get it just randomly, so I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to actualize it for myself. But I have just randomly gotten one of my favorite movies. Uh, definitely my favorite movie of the year 2014. Uh, it is a movie called Spring. It is the second oh, film by uh, directors Benson and Moorhead, who did The Endless and Resolution and Synchronity and recently a bunch of episodes of Moon Knight. They are two, they're my f- kind of, they're along with Mike Flanagan, they're kind of my favorite current horror directors or newer sort of horror directors. But yeah, Spring, a very uh, beautiful movie. It's kind of, uh, it's like a Lovecraftian romance set in Italy. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it, but it's uh, a tremendous movie that I really adore and I'm very surprised and very happy that will be my next episode. It is on Hulu. It is on Shudder. It is on Tubi. It is on... Oh, I guess it's also on Amazon Prime, free with ads. So, lots of places to find it. And I hope everyone does, because it's a... Uh, I don't they feel like you always have to necessarily, and sometimes I would say, please don't watch the movies I'm going to talk about, but podcast or no podcast, this is a movie that everyone should see. So, Spring from 2014 on Amazon Prime, Hulu, Shudder, and Tubi. That's everyone's homework for next week. I hope people will watch it because I'm going to have nothing good things to say about it next week (laughs) because it really legitimately is one of my favorite movies. I love it so, so much. 
What a pleasant surprise. I was really expecting (laughs) not that. Anyway, I saved that for next week. I'm going (laughs) to... I could talk about spring right now. Where can people find you, ma'am, and your show, and social media, and things like that? (laughs) Well, on Slasher, I'm under Christine Horror, one word. Uh, I'm on Anchor, uh, under Christine Horror space, (laughs) the space. Also on Twitter, under Christine Horror and or at cage is lost all one word and uh spotify as well under christine horn so yeah find her find the show uh cool enjoyable stuff and i endorse it i am as always at heath lambert 78 on twitter the show is at that's a random p2 the show has an email address for whatever you want to say to me uh, that's a random pod at gmail.com uh artwork for the show by joe humphrey who is mr joe humphrey on twitter and slasher i'm almost on slasher i think it's just that's a random pod slasher man bringing people together you are the third or fourth podcast guest that i've gleaned from slasher i should go to it more often i'm so excited too because (laughs) it's the one place i don't i don't it doesn't happen very often that i randomly get a movie from shutter but if i do yeah i think most people that i know don't don't have shutter (laughs) and might not even know what it is but I know people on Slasher know what Shudder is and probably have it. So that's a place I, I can turn if I get <laughs> I a movie it. on Shudder. So Shudder's great. Oh, yeah, um, if you get another movie on Shudder, uh, bring me back. <laughs> yeah, it's good to know that I have a resource of someone who I know for sure has Shudder. So that is that is helpful information. Ever. Um, I've had it for like ever. <laughs> yeah, I've had it forever. And I feel like, I mean, I pay for it every month. I feel like I don't use it as much as i should there's probably a I lot of too, movies so on there using it more well the thing is between between having to watch movies every week for the podcast usually twice and then just me and my fiance mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to get caught up on all the shows we're behind on <laughs> i don't have time to just watch movies that i want uh-huh. that i feel like watching i have last night in soho that i got sent to me by netflix in ma- in the mail because i still do blu-rays through the mail like an old man um <laughs> Not everything is streaming. Leave me alone. Uh, and it's been sitting on my entertainment center for probably three weeks now, and I have not watched it yet. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I just I had a lot on my plate. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Forget it. It's all right. I don't remember what I was saying anymore. But I think that's it. I don't think I have anything else. So I guess yeah. I, I just want to say thanks. Yes, thank you very much for your time and for joining me and for your show, which everyone should go and listen to. And you're not really a you're, you're you got your own thing you're not really a guest show but if you ever need a guest I, i'm here for you oh definitely i was gonna say if you want to but you're, you're so busy you're so popular <laughs> i can't oh yeah <laughs> in, my, in my mind um i'll totally i'll totally bug you we'll we'll talk about it we'll, we'll figure, figure out it out to talk about sure as i just welcome to myself to your show like an asshole <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh that'll do it for this week go watch spring for next week Go listen to Christine Horror. And uh, on behalf of myself and Christine, see you next week and have a great week in the meantime. Goodbye.